Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. You know what the problem with being fake news is? Keeping track of all your lies. <laughs> it's got to be exhausting and difficult. What's up? This is Mark Kay, Saves the Republic. Listen, a couple things I wanted to mention before we get into the news, because something happened yesterday, which I thought was really bizarre. For those of you that may or may not know, uh, every single morning when we record this podcast, which, hold on, let me make sure. Yeah, we're recording. Uh, every single morning when we record this podcast, we also broadcast the video of this podcast live on our Locals channel. We have a uh, great Locals channel. It's markk.locals.com. And Locals is this community building place where you can go and, well, you know, build a community and you can post things and you can you can uh, have, you know, in fact, I'm going to, it reminds me, I forgot to do something. Uh, you can have supporters come in and, and support you. It's like a Patreon and that kind of, that it's, it's a very exciting place. And we built this community and we do a lot of special stuff there. And every morning for our paid subscribers, we also let them watch and interact with me while we do the podcast. So for example, so for example, what we do is we have people that come in every morning and we chit chat and we say hello and we find out what's going on with their day. And then after the podcast, we talk a little bit more. And then there's also a little, you know, Q and a back and forth, that kind of thing. Um, so anyway, yesterday I came on to locals to do the podcast and I hit the button that said record live stream. And all of a sudden I got a pop-up that I'd never seen before. And the pop-up said, <laughs> you've reached your limit for live streams this month. And I thought to myself, wait, what? I've reached my limit for live streams? And I'm, first of all, first of all, who, who limits live streams on their platform? Because I'm going to be honest with you. If you're a content providing platform, you would think you would want people that are out there providing as much content as possible. I wouldn't think you would limit the amount of content that somebody would be able to create. And I thought to myself, well, this is odd. I mean, I'm just here trying to do the Lord's work. I'm just here trying to save the Republic. I'm just here trying to communicate with people all this information. And I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure why you would limit. Uh, I'm not really sure why you would limit the number of people or the number of, you know, uh, recorded pieces of information or live stream pieces of information I could get out there. No one else limits me. Um, so what happened was I got really annoyed because <laughs> I get really annoyed. I'll, there's few, very few things that annoy me. Like, for example, I'll watch AOC clip all clips all day. Doesn't annoy me. I'll watch C-SPAN. I'll watch the Democrats go back and forth and say stupid things. Doesn't annoy me. But when something technologically doesn't work or breaks, or if I go to a website that I've gone to a thousand times before and all of a sudden I can't do what I wanted to do, or if somebody upgrades some operating system and I can't figure it out, or if there's an app that I like to use and they've changed something, or if my phone dies, and technological stuff just throws me over the edge. I just, I just freak, I don't know what it is. It's some kind of weird synapse in me. So I went, so I went full, I went full Karen. <laughs> and I went and I got, I went, I went to customer support and I started typing the Karen, most Karen email. This is unheard of. This is ridiculous. I have paying subscribers who demand their live streams and you're limiting me. And I went on X and I X them and I was like, what's up, locals? 
why are you limiting the amount of fantastic content I can provide on your platform? Blah, and I screenshotted everything. And man, I'm going to tell you, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was crazy. And so I uh, got an email back and they were like, hey, Mark, we limit the amount of live streaming because there's some people that, you know, just come on and waste our bandwidth and whatever. But you're a valued member of our community and you're such a great content creator. We've given you unlimited access now to live stream. So if you want to watch us live stream, we have a weekend live stream. I can live stream 24 hours a day now on Locals if I wanted to. I don't want to. <laughs> there's not that much. I don't have that much to say. I have a lot to say, but not that much to say. Uh, but no, I don't, I don't want to do that. But yeah, but now we've got, we've been graced with unlimited access on locals. So if you are one of our local subscribers and you're watching, just know that we'll be able, we'll be able to do this every day. Oh, that was the other thing, because I know for a fact, there are other people that do this every day. Scott Adams, who founded the Dilbert Comics. I don't know if you know this, but Scott Adams, he live streams every day. Steven Crowder and his mug club, they live stream every single day. Uh, Liz Wheeler does the Liz Wheeler show every single day. So that's the other thing that annoyed me because I knew that other people had access to daily live streams and I didn't. And I was like, and that's another thing that, that's another thing that throws me over the edge. If something's technical or if somebody has something I don't have, man, I, that's it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just over the moon anyway. Uh, so that's where we are. That's where we are today, but we're back and we're ready to go. And I've got some really exciting information. I do want to talk about the drone strike because it's just it's more and more ridiculous. Just every time there's a casualty in the American military under Joe Biden, it just makes me want to slam my head against the wall because A, it's sad. Uh, B, it's totally, it's totally unnecessary that these deaths are happening. And C, they all are, they all come from not, look, this is the thing. The deaths that I've been able to, to track in the American military since Joe Biden has become president haven't come from a... I don't even know how to put this the right way, but I, it hasn't come from um, a skilled enemy combatant targeting us in a way that is deadly and 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 dangerous and uh, effective. It comes from the ineffectiveness and the stupidity of Joe Biden as a commander in chief. So we'll get into that in just a minute. First, though, I want to start with Joy Reid. Because Joy Reid got caught on a hot mic. And I love hot mics. <laughs> hot mics are my favorite. I wish there's, I don't know if there's a show called Hot Mic, but there should just, not Magic Mic. That's totally, Magic Mic is different. Magic Mic is a difference. But Hot Mic is, um, for example, you know, everyone who's, uh, you know, a, a TV reporter, everyone who's, a, you know, out on location, a lot of politicians, whenever you're interviewed, uh, you know, Chris Christie had a hot mic during the debate. They mic you up and they put, you know, a microphone on you and you turn the mic on and, in the booth, they're supposed to control when your mic goes on, when your mic goes off. They're supposed to control when you're live or when you're hot or when you're cold or when you're not. Um, and sometimes they don't do that or they forget, or sometimes the people wearing the mic forget that they're on a hot mic. And so they'll say something not knowing that it's going to be caught on microphone. Joe Biden has done it. As we said, Chris Christie has done it. Joe Biden's done it a couple of times. And one of my favorite ones was Brian Kilmeade, who yelled out dumbass while they were voting for secretary or the, um, the uh, Speaker of the House of Representatives. That was a great one. Uh, well, Joy Reid from The Readout, who is the most racist person to ever appear on television, and they somehow gave her her own show on MSNBC. Uh, Joy Reid from The Readout had a clip that was a a hot mic. I had to I had to edit it because not only is it a hot mic, but it's a filth foul hot mic. It's one of those hot mics where she dropped the she dropped an f bomb. Um, and I want to play it for you here because I want you to. The interesting thing about this is the 
the hot mic proves hypocrisy in the media. And I know what you're thinking. What? <laughs> There's hypocrisy in the media? What? The fake news media doesn't actually believe the things that they say and report to be true? Are you kidding me, Mark K? That is just, you cannot possibly be serious. Anyway, so I'm going to play this for you. Listen to this story. Listen to what she's saying about Joe Biden. And then when she plays the Joe Biden clip, you'll hear her actual thoughts about Joe Biden as president. Listen to this. This is very exciting. Congressional Republicans love to latch on to President Biden and Democrats' successful policies and take credit for things they didn't do, while tying themselves into pretzels to do nothing for the American people for the sake of Donald Trump. Case in point, fixing what they say is a crisis at the border. Okay, by the way, I'd like to pause there. I'd like to pause because I just caught that for the first time. She's talking about congressional Republicans not doing anything, and she says fixing what they say is a crisis at the border. First of all, it's not the congressional Republicans who are saying it's a crisis at the border. It's every damn body. It's congressional Republicans saying it's a crisis at the border. It's Democrat mayors and governors all across the country saying it's a crisis at the border. It's voters, African-American voters, Latino-American voters, white voters, female voters, suburban voters. It's people in New York City and the Bronx. It's media reporters. It's hell, John Fetterman saying that there's a crisis at the border. It's not just congressional Republicans. We've gone past that. We have now, we've now graduated to the whole world believes there's a crisis at the border. But Joy Reid wants you to believe that it's just, it's just Republican talking points. Congressional Republicans love to latch on to President Biden and Democrats' successful policies and take credit for things they didn't do, while tying themselves into pretzels to do nothing for the American people for the sake of Donald Trump. Case in point. Fixing what they say is a crisis at the border. With congressional negotiators continuing work on a bipartisan deal to tie border policy changes to funding for Ukraine. Over the weekend, President Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue. If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting another fucking war. <laughs> Okay, there, do you hear it? <laughs> so she's talking, so she's talking about how congressional Republicans are bad. She's going on and on about how congressional Republicans believe there's a crisis at the border and they're trying to twist and turn and they're trying to take credit for Democrat policies and congressional Republicans are horrible people. And and Joe Biden is the one. Listen to what she said about Joe Biden. Over the weekend, President Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue. So she's all on Joe Biden's side. She's like, look. These Republicans are do-nothing weirdos, and Joe Biden is ready to take action if the Republicans act. But what she tells us when she knows the camera's rolling or when she knows her microphone's live is different than what she actually believes when she thinks the mics are off. And we know that because she said this. If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting another fucking war. <laughs> <laughs> starting another effing war. She doesn't respect Joe Biden. She doesn't like Joe Biden's policies. She has, she thinks Joe Biden's an idiot. She thinks Joe Biden's a warmonger. She doesn't think Joe Biden's an effective commander in chief. Yet when she's broadcasting to you and she doesn't know that her mic is, or she, and she knows her microphone is on, she'll tell you one story about Joe Biden. When she thinks you can't hear her, man, it's all filth, foul, foul, filth. Starting another fucking war. <laughs> uh, that, that's just, that's just, that's just too good for me to ignore. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. That could be one of my favorite hot mics ever, not just because of what she said and not just because it's accurate. I mean, Joe Biden is basically doing that, uh, but because it, def it it shows out. I think I think that casts a light on the hypocrisy of the news media and the fakeness of MSNBC and Joy Reid 
more than any other clip, more than any other clip that we've ever played. And it's going to it's going to take a place of honor in my hot mic wall of fame uh, for sure. Um, all right. One more thing I want to talk about before before we get before we get into the nitty gritty. So these there's this there's this drone strike that killed three U.S. troops from Georgia. Um, and it was in Jordan. They were at a base. Uh, the troops, I believe, have been, I saw their parents on the news. They've been identified. They were all, like I said, from Georgia. And the details are starting to emerge. But basically, here's what happened. The drone that was sent by Iran was mistaken by an uh, for an enemy drone. Okay, basically what happened was the drone that was the enemy drone, the Iranian drone that came in and killed everybody and and injured all these other folks, was mistaken for an American drone. And that's why nobody shot it out of the sky. Apparently, uh, as I understand it, a one of our own drones, a U.S. drone, was returning to the base. It's called Tower 22. The U.S. drone was returning to the base at the same time as the enemy drone. Therefore, there was confusion. People thought that the enemy drone was just our drone coming back to the base, and they didn't shoot it out of the sky. That's why. All of a sudden, the counter drone or the Coyote drone interceptors were not uh, fired because they didn't want to fire a U.S. drone out of the sky. Instead, the uh, Iranian-backed drone was able to kill three soldiers and wound 24 others. Kennedy Ladon Sanders of Waycross, Georgia, Brianna Alexandria Moffitt of Savannah, Georgia, and uh, Sergeant William Jerome Rivers of Carrollton, Georgia, all died in the attack. So once again, this to me... reeks of just Joe Biden and his military and and their lack of preparedness. It just reeks to me from from the top down, a lack of understanding uh, of the enemy that they're dealing with, a lack of a strategic command. And we know all of this. Joe Biden makes orders that he doesn't understand, that he doesn't comprehend. Lloyd Austin is in the hospital half of the time. And the rest of the military leaders are more concerned about diversity, equity, inclusion. They're more concerned about, you know, providing woke counterculture narratives and and training than they are about actual. I mean, look, there should have been there should have been somebody on that base who was who was skilled enough to know the difference or they should have understood that from their training, from the top down, the Pentagon should have prepared them to let them know that the most dangerous time for a drone attack is when your own drones are coming back. I mean, think about it. If you're the enemy and you're trying to disguise your drone, wouldn't you do it when you know the drones are returning? And like a Trojan drone horse. That's exactly what happened here. And our military, unfortunately, under Joe Biden, it does not seem as prepared as they were under Donald Trump. Our military seems distracted under Joe Biden, unlike they did under Donald Trump. And if you don't, you know, if you don't believe me when you look at this incident, look at Afghanistan, look at all the other, you know, look at Ukraine, look at everything that's been going on since Joe Biden took took office. We are we have a military mess uh, on various different fronts. And it seems that the military itself, again, more involved with, more determined to root out DE&I and make sure that there's inclusiveness and fairness in their ranks and less involved with actually protecting their soldiers abroad and making sure that the rest of the country and the rest of our allies are safe as well. So it's another reason. It's another reason that we need to look for some serious change come November. Uh, listen, we've got the Mark K show coming up here. Very, the Mark K show begins at noon Eastern, 11 Central, and we're going to get more into this drone attack. We're going to get more into Joy Reid and the fake news. We're going to get more into Donald Trump and his plan for South Carolina, which is coming up very quickly. 
Nikki Haley, I'm going to be honest with you, Nikki Haley has kind of fallen by the wayside with no primary for at least a month. I mean, think about this. It's very difficult to maintain momentum when you are a third place candidate, which Nikki Haley is. It's very difficult to maintain momentum when you have uh, when you have nothing to, to talk about, nothing to go to, no events planned, no primary. I mean, February 24th is the South Carolina primary. She's not even in Nevada. So we've got to listen to this woman for a month on news shows here, there, the everywhere else. Um, and she's trying to build even more momentum, but she's coming from a place where she's way behind. And of course, every single day, Donald Trump continues to be in the news. So it's, uh, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be, like I said, a, a difficult row for her to hoe. And I didn't just call her a hoe. It's a row to hoe is a saying. I'm not saying Nikki Haley's a hoe because I know somebody's going to, Somebody's going to misquote me on that. Anyway, that comes up at noon Eastern, 11 Central on all of our Catriot Radio Network radio stations. You can also live stream us on Rumble, which is fantastic. You can live stream us on, on X and Getter and, and Twitch and all these other great places. And of course, do not forget this podcast. We broadcast it every single day. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're listening. Make sure you get the news every single morning that you need so that you will always be prepared, unlike Joe Biden, to save the republic.